Welcome to season five. It's the preview episode of Across the Pond. I'm Samuel Money, and Chris Lawson, my co-host, is here. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Sam. How are you? Long time no speak and all that. Well, apart from five minutes ago when we were working on the script. Yeah, we've, we've just been um, busy, busy, busy. And I think the good news for the audience is we've been working a lot together in the background, WhatsApping and Google sh- sheet sharing careful exactly and um, yeah sharing google documents whatsapping messaging communicating connecting recording as well and we've got a brand new format that we're really excited about a great set of guests that we're bringing to you this season and our own take on how we're putting this together absolutely i mean simply put it's about who we've been listening to at the moment and uh, more of that later on but but first of all how, how's things sam's how's family how's work yeah, starting starting off saying thankfully families is, is uh, my family loved ones are safe, well, and healthy, and uh, that's been pretty much the case throughout the last um, few months um, and the challenges that we've all faced of COVID and getting used to this idea of the never normal. It's uh, that's a term that Greg Vadino calls it that we've never really ever been in a stable, predictable environment, and I think the last year, year and a half has really been reflecting that and um, on a professional side as well the transformation work that I've been doing has, has really taken off a lot there's a lot of companies lots of organizations who are really seeing that marketers and marketing are actually the forefront of cultural change business change and that reality that they shouldn't shirk they should actually lead lead from the front and be responsible for setting the culture and the marketing skills and technical things like customer journeys, but also more broad-based things like roles and responsibilities and working in a way that's future fit and fit for the technology uh, and how you collaborate. So a lot of work in that space, which has been exciting and kept me busy in uh, learning industries, you know, automotive, healthcare, tech companies have all been clamoring to, to transform. The the other interesting thing is this idea of storytelling. And I joined a company as co-founding, co-founder and, and leading the marketing practice called CI Squared. When was and that? It, that? was a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just around around sort of fall or autumn of 2020, mm. join them. And it's really thinking about what story you're telling yourself. Is it true? What stories are you telling the world? The, the world today, I think we've definitely experienced the, the, the barriers and biases that constrain our communication. Just I've seen it in the last few months and years, but also throughout my career, how miscommunication misunderstandings and disagreements can be the differences between success and failure at work. You've got the multi-generational workforce now, which makes things more challenging, but also creates opportunities. But still, there's some legacies of like hierarchies where, you know, I've been part of hierarchies where as senior members haven't valued the opinions of other team members. They've had great information to help us course correct, but we haven't really listened to them, ended up launching new products that weren't you know, successful, rejected by customers or ignored by consumers. And not only does that impact the PL, there's a huge impact on productivity, on trust, and just overall morale beyond just the PL. Uh, and what I've seen and know to be true is that just the ability to listen. And you'll be just, you know, surprised how critical that is to leading effectively. So a lot of the work I do in the training that we do based on behavioral economics and neuroscience it teaches people how to listen and quieten the brain and actually listen to others. It's just fascinating how we've been given a brain, but no instruction manual. So that's, that's exciting. But you asked the question how long I've been there. But the, the irony is I've just sort of joined a seven-year-old startup helping to reinvent them. Uh, and um, I've met the founding partner, in, but I've not met any of my other colleagues in person. And we've been working together for well over a year. And that, for mm. me, is just sums up 
this never normal of working in, in, in different ways. And the way I met the founding partner, I think it taps into one of the things we talked about is versus sort of planning versus luck. So don't be so certain that you're actually planning what's going on and realize that often things happen serendipitously. Um, and, you know, we've, we've been working in Zoom to actually refine and build the product, which is a communications training we deliver currently virtually, but actually collaborating through teams and the just the, the experience has been absolutely putting marketing um, practice and making it happen versus theory and just being more entrepreneurial. It's just meant a lot of learning, unlearning, and relearning on an uh, on a weekly, monthly, daily, hourly basis, and kept me kept me alive, kept me thriving, and also kept me kept me challenged. And um, we're doing the same with the podcast as well. Well, it sounds like you're really energized, and and already I can hear the themes that are coming out via our new season's guests in in what you've just been talking about, and they'll be joining us on the show. And and the stuff that resonates with me, I think. Everyone learned last year. We had to change whether that is at home or at work. We all had to adapt. And uh, some of the things that you were just talking about there in terms of like all the new experiences about how to deal with remote working, not seeing people in person, creativity. I must admit, I found creativity quite difficult over a Zoom call. Uh, but, you know, my company, Morena Marketing, really had to double down on providing people with a quick fire audit to help companies adapt and change whether they were turnarounds or growth because uh, no one had time for the in-depth evaluation of a strategic planning process of old mm. it, it's all about that quick fire assessment trying to work out what needs to be done and then straight into an action plan and then rinse and repeat redo 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 and and it's been it's been great i think over the last I would say sort of nine months, I've probably worked with more companies than I've worked with in the last sort of two or three years, which is wow. staggering, really. Mm. Um, and it's also been good to, to do that with old organizations that have gone on this massive cultural change process, sometimes brought on by the pandemic or sometimes they were on it before, but wanting to create a difference. And, and as you say, those that learn, unlearn, and then relearn. And mm. I've seen a, a lot of that. It's been really, really encouraging looking at sort of some starters and founders and CEOs and um, and even private equity houses try and do things differently. Um, so been been fascinating for me working. Mm. And I also recognized, Sam, which I think was a really important point, that I needed help and I wanted to work with people that I wanted to work with. <laughs> and, uh, and it's been a, a really good experience working with some people that I trust that bring some different skills and opening myself up to that sort of collaboration. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, talking to families, um, thankfully, again, mine has, mine has been okay, especially with my sister and brother-in-law working um, in the front line of the hospitals. Mm. Um, but also Rosie now is walking and talking um, wow. like like an 18-year-old, even though she's not even 18 months yet. <laughs> um, but it, one of the things that I'm most proud of, and, and again, it is a theme that comes up uh, in the podcast, I think, as the next series, is about giving something back and, and also being uh, sort of true to yourself, almost sort of showing a bit more of yourself. Mm. And... And I certainly have learned a lot about myself as, and uh, and I set up IVF Dad last year, and uh, something about 
that was really, really important to me. Rosie was born in January 2020 after a long and at times torturous fertility journey. Mm -hmm. And and 18 embryos later, she was there. But it's a lonely place for the male partner Mm -hmm. and uh, or the partner that's usually male. And Mm -hmm. there isn't much support out there. So I wanted to put my marketing skills to use, um, feeling slightly blessed that I was one of the lucky ones that came out with a, a success story, which is which is Rosie, and, and use it to create awareness and created the podcast IVF Dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a niche community, Sam, but front page of Apple as um, mm. highly noted and recommended, which I'm yeah. very proud about. Uh, three newspaper ma- and magazine interviews, webinars in South Africa and beyond, and 8,000 downloads and counting. So uh, you know, very proud about uh, what that's doing. But one of the things is, that without giving too much away, but we, I was touched by one of our guests, Minter, where he sort of started off um, and talked about the fact mm. that actually on his podcast, the most important thing was that one-on-one conversation and everything else was a bonus. Yeah. And, and, and I feel the same, really, that if I can help one person, then that's good enough for me. And... You know, it's been great to practice what we preach as well. That that is, you know, I've created my own influencer-led content marketing strategy with a following. Yeah, I've made sure that it's got a very good core and a strong purpose and just let everything else take care of itself, actually. Yeah, I love the success that um, you're having with, with that. And it's again, you know, going through a journey and being a practitioner, but also rolling up your sleeves and getting into it. So not being a sort of a pundit pontificate from the side, but actually something which is very personal and bringing that story to the world and helping others. So that's awesome to see your success. Really proud, proud of that. And, um, you know, this podcast game is, is definitely very, very, very enticing because, um, you know, you keep, keep being a creator as well. That's just awesome to see. Yeah, and and it starts with listening, and it also starts with taking inspiration from Mm -hmm. places of people you wouldn't normally encounter, I think. And I guess what we set out to achieve with Season 5 was create a playlist of who we're listening to at the moment, and we've got six fantastic interviews. They're they're brilliant. They're really listenable. They're about 25 Mm -hmm. minutes, and and if you liked what we've done previously, I know you will like our guests, and... I've already let one name out of the bag, Minter, and we'll come back to that. But but we've got some fantastic names there. And we haven't just stopped at interviews, have we, Sam? No, absolutely. I think the the, the convention, shall we say, is that you have an interview and then you move on to the next one, next step, next podcast, and moving on and on and on to the next one. But our guest is just so compelling. It led us to, to really innovate the format and we, what we call the aftercast concept. So it's the idea, it's like an after show or an after party that's curated by us, but we're calling it the aftercast. And we actually did spend a lot of time debating the, and following up on a number of the themes that we talked about. So each interview that we, we have with a guest has an aftercast. Think of it as a recap, a remix, a reflection, of the areas that really caught our attention that we go further and deeper into just like a dj music producer does and that's how i see myself that's how we see ourselves as that's that, yeah you, you see yourself as a dj music producer don't you sam I've, I've often thought that about you to be thank honest thank you very yeah. much sir but it but it has taken us a while to get there sorry listeners um but we've got new music we've got production thanks to rowan bishop who also did the sound design on ivf dad for me and 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 what we wanted to do in this throwaway society was try and create something that would last. So 
hopefully this is a valuable piece of content that can be referred back to time and time again. And like I said, six guests. Um, Arjo Ghosh, that's the first one we got up. Great guy who I met 20 years ago, right there at the advent of digital marketing, anticipated SEO and uh, created a whole business around it, but a really, really interesting backstory. Uh, so that's one to watch, certainly. Then next up, we've got Yin Rani, uh, who I know Sam has had the pleasure mm-hmm. of working with over the years. She is the Chief Executive Officer of MilkPep, a £25 billion industry um, on behalf of American's milk company. But she she's had an incredible journey uh, through different marketing fields. So lot to be said there. And then there's Nick Bradley, who I've known since the early 2000s, a very, very successful entrepreneur. And, and there's a motto around Nick about he burned the boat. He mm. reinvented and reflected on his career path, some very personal events, wanted more freedom and, and took a very different direction. So uh, looking forward to all those three, Sam. Yeah, and and then we've got Amanda Phone and Adrian Walcott. Amanda set up F1 Recruitment, and it's focused on the marketing communication sector. And the values that she's brought runs throughout her approach to recruitment, which we found really refreshing. You've got Adrian Walcott. He's Managing Director of Brands with Values. It's all about working with clients to unlock their unique culture. And the, both of them, they're co-founders of BAME 2020. This is a social enterprise focusing on encouraging people from diverse ethnic backgrounds into marketing and media and comms. And that's a great, a great, great interview with the Aftercast. We go a bit deeper there. We've got Minter Dial. He's a professional speaker. He's a storyteller, um, a veteran exec who had over 16 years at L'Oreal. But, you know, his LinkedIn headline, he says he's a keynote speaker, MC, author, podcaster, and elevator. So that's one to definitely listen to. Mm. And we've got Alan Adamson, and he's co-founder and managing partner of Metaforce. Uh, He's a noted industry expert in all disciplines of of branding, and he's worked with so many different consumer and corporate businesses, packaged goods, tech, healthcare, financial services, and he's he's well published, and and it's going to be a great, great episode with him as well. So it's a great season lined up. There is indeed, yeah. And, and well, you, you need to listen to him. But to give you a little bit of a taster, you know, Arjo Ghosh is, is a title of a backstory of entrepreneurial success. Um, Yin Arani very much will be about a lifetime student of marketing. Nick Bradley, burning the boat and reinvention. Amanda Phone and Adrian Walcott, people-powered marketing. Minter Dial is about serendipity and storytelling and Alan Adamson is about turning marketing theory into routine disruption. So hopefully those titles whet your appetite. Yep, so we've got some killer themes there, some great, great shows, and they say that it's supported by the Aftercast, so you're going to get a really solid season coming up. And, of course, this is season five, so uh, you know we, we've been over the time sort of going back to the archives, but season one was very much about the essentials of marketing digital transformation, whether you're that rising star, entrepreneur, or experienced professional to give you those foundations. And then we followed season one with uh, season two, which is more about the getting deeper into marketing transformation. What are the questions that you've got? And we answer those for, for growth and success. Then building on that was the modern marketeer looking at those changing dynamics of marketing and business strategy and what you need to learn, unlearn and relearn in that post-COVID world. And as we put all that together, we season four was very much about 
this idea of an agile marketing action plan. We give you the cornerstones, the skills, the mindsets, and then the behaviors for modern marketers so you can actually deliver on modern marketing. So the cornerstones are things like the vision and mission, the brand building, insight and playbook. We go to skills, the mindsets of growth, mindset, transformation mindset, and then the leadership behaviors that are still ever, ever relevant. So now season five really gives you that everyday inspiration and that curated selection where we go back and do that aftercast to go into it a bit deeper. So lots to look forward to. And we start off with Arjo Ghosh next week. Uh, As I said, a really, really interesting story. Um, The site will be updated. That's marketingtransform.com. Or you can find it in the usual places, Apple, Spotify, etc. Yeah, we're glad to be back. Really, really excited and looking forward to the the responses and the engagement that we're going to get from this season. We'd love to hear the feedback and hear back from you. But yeah, let's get this show on the road. And so without further ado, have a great week across the pond. So if you're an entrepreneur, rising star or CMO looking for new ideas, find us at marketingtransform.com and on Spotify, Apple, Google and all good podcast platforms.